Welcome to Dr. Will's Straight to Tape episode 8 and today I'm going to go over some of my training in relation to paces. Like, So we're not going to get into power or heart rate today. We're going for training paces because with running often that's what we look at. You know, especially now with Strava, we want to know what is our minute per K, what's our minute per mile, what does it represent in relation to our personal best, our segments, and our mates. So today I want to go through, are you training too slow? Uh, and short answer is no, long answer is yes. Uh, so generally what I'll see is that you'll be training your slow stuff too fast and then your fast stuff too slow. So when an athlete comes to me, uh, especially runners, and more recently, because I've been working with a lot of uh, ultra runners, I'll see this kind of convergence on what we refer to as the gray zone. Okay, so that gray zone is sometimes referred to as like zone three, or that like middle kind of hard, kind of easy intensity where at the end of the session or at the end of any kind of run, you'll feel like you got something out of it, like no pain, no gain kind of thing. And that intensity is kind of, a, it's similar to um, a marathon intensity um, or like a uh, half Ironman type intensity. And so while that's not necessarily like a bad thing when it's structured into your training, like zone three or tempo uh, training is really important. It's in that in that sense, like it's not gray zone training when it's when it's all fixed and, and structured in, but it becomes gray zone training when that's all you do. When your easy or moves all the way up into lower zone three, and then your hard kind of just sits just above the top of zone three or zone four. And you have none of this polarization that we like to look for and when you're training for any kind of distance you know ultra marathons uh require huge aerobic base um muscular conditioning you know biomechanical uh, fatigue resistance to the continuous loading that you have to undergo for a marathon and then like a half marathon say so if you're looking you know most people are going to be under two hours this is a relatively steady state that for some people that's going to be zone four some people that's going to be upper zone three uh within that you need to improve your running efficiency and economy and so you need to improve your speed and you need to improve your anaerobic capacity and your threshold so you need to work hard you need to work zone four five for that um and you need to do your slower continuous aerobic training and where the polarization comes into that both from ultra running and all the way to 5k is that fast needs to be fast in order to get the right uh, biomechanical um, running economy stimulus and actually improve and stress your anaerobic work system and not impact so much on your you know aerobic continuous steady state running so what i'll show you here is Three situations, if I can find my mouse, I've got three screens set up here. Okay, so this is, uh, if you can see, three different um, time 
months of my training leading up to uh, some specific events. So we have, um, if you start on the left-hand side, this was, when was this? This was leading, oh, this is, so this is this month last year, this is leading into when I started building up for 24-hour national champs around an athletics track. Then in the middle is the, um, so that was the beginning of this year, so that's leading up to Tatawera Ultra 100K trail race. And then we have just the last 28 days, which I'm building um, up for the 10K road race season and the uh, Auckland Marathon in about 12 weeks. So what I'll show you, I'll just scroll down so you can get a better idea. So I've got five pace zones here. Normally I'd work with seven, but by default I had five because I was trying to work through something else. But anyway, I've got five here, right? So zone one through to zone five. Zone one being like easy uh, aerobic, same with zone two, but more steady state aerobic. Zone three is like your your tempo marathon pace. Zone four is really like half marathon pace, 10K. Then zone five is kind of your 10K, 5K and faster speed, absolute speed sessions. So I want to go through these three um, scenarios to show the polarization of training and kind of are you training too slow? in either end of your polarization like are you a training too slow for ultra and are you training too slow in your fast stuff or are you just training like in the middle like where where does your polarization sit and where does your training intensity sit and this is where zones are really good and also having a plan or a coach can be super helpful even progress monitoring you know setting your thresholds appropriately so on the, on the left where I was building up for the 24-hour national champs. And you can see pretty much all of my training. So 54% was zone one and 36% was zone two. So what's that? 54 and 36 is like 90% of my training was zone one and two. And that was because, and this is pace, remember, this isn't heart rate or power. So it um, only reflects on like my threshold paces around uh, I think at this time it was 330 minutes per k so then uh, zone one two is like 80 um, just like 85 percent 88 percent of of that so once pretty much I'm running slower than uh, like 430s which is I'll generally run slower than that in the forest or on undulating train. I'm in zone two. When I start running slower than like kind of five, just over five minute Ks, I'm in zone one. So just as a reference. Um, my zone one, two is huge because I was doing 50, 60, 70, 80 K runs and around an athletics track. Uh, and for my training for 24 hours, hoping to run over 200 Ks. If you saw the video or that whole build up, like I got heat stroke and um, pulled out at, uh, or passed out, I guess, at 85 Ks. Anyway, the with my training, uh, it was, I, I wasn't training too slow for what was required. There was no way I could train fast enough, like too fast or fast for 80 Ks. So, what I was doing was, if you can see, pretty much there's 3% zone 3, 5.5% in zone 4, and then another couple of percent in, in zone 4, 5. So while I was getting 
like 90% of my training was uh, fixated or directed towards the specificity of running for hours and out like literally a whole day around an athletics track. That's zone one too. There's no way around that. But I was not neglecting the other 10% in my speed and my economy. And so that's where I was really pushing for some like 5k speed to ensure I kept good range of motion, good force production, uh, just general overall economy. Uh, so that when I was coming back down, um, if we say down and just um, down in pace, that uh, I was maintaining efficiency and I wasn't just getting slow. Um, and then if we progress that onto the middle, which is building up for Tatawera Ultra, which is a, a trail ultra. And this is where paces can be, um, I guess, misleading, especially pace zones. So nowhere near as much zone one. There's a lot more zone two. So I was aiming for like nine, 10 hours, uh, which for me, like I know I can run the year before I did just over 10 hours, 100 Ks. Like that's six minute Ks. Um, but then I, like I was, my training was leading up, um, I was targeting kind of, you know, four or five hour runs. And in order to, uh, to do that effectively, to get enough stimulus, I'm not going to be running six minute Ks. I'm still on the trail, so I'm still going a bit slower than I would on, on the flat, obviously. Um, so I was really, really trying to push zone one and up into a little bit of zone three for that that block of training that month um or yeah i guess kind of the month leading into tatawera uh and then i was working on uh, a lot more tempo based steady state so what i realized leading up to uh tatawera the year before the 100k ultra was i had really missed this block of running hard over undulating terrain consistently so this is where I, last time, I believe, although I did exceptionally well, um, placing 14th overall and running 10 hours for like a 100k trail run, uh, I, I really noticed the lack of strength in uh, the second half of the race where in my training, once I got to a hill, I watched my heart rate and I just thought, you know, I'll walk it, it's fine, um, you know, I'm building I'm building fitness and I'm building conditioning for training for these long events. And, and that's what's most important. But then in the race, I really struggled on those, on those longer, on those longer climbs, especially when I had run, I was running faster for longer than I would in training just due to the cumulative fatigue of, of training. And so uh, for that zone three efforts, I started running more tempo hill undulating runs which gave me the strength to run hills at pace. And so I was generating like uh, a larger muscle recruitment pattern at a slower rate because it's hills uh, at a higher heart rate. So generating more force over a longer duration than just walking, which is a very different uh, force application. So anyway, there was, there was means to an end there uh, where previously it would have like my training looked more like what it did for the um, the 100K, oh, sorry, the uh, 24 hour, I had a lot of zone on the left, a lot of zone one, two, and then I progressed more into like a zone three. 
and then just kept in a bit of zone four and five for my overall like threshold and maintenance and then if we have a look at on the right uh this now so this is the last month very little in zone one uh because i'm my fitness is amazing at the moment and what i need to progress is in my um is leading into the marathon which in, in about 12 weeks and my um in the 10k road races that i have coming up uh, i've got to do a lot more road running so that just indicates like a greater speed so this is again where paces can be you know maybe not super indicative of your training because this is pace space right so my zone two now that i'm running a lot more on the road uh i can be putting in the same effort for a faster pace than i would on the trails where i could be putting in like an effort but getting a pace related zone one uh, so that's where power is amazing but and heart rate um here just and just to for terms of description i have um yeah a lot more zone two and i've really pushed zone three so that's where i've started to introduce marathon pace quite early in my plan why i've done that where as in the past i would have kept a lot more zone two and done a little bit more polarization in my training i noticed that because i'm only reaching around 100 k's due to like work and family commitments recovery the ability to recover from my training i've needed to increase the intensity in uh my long runs and one of my weekly runs where it would have just been a, a standard zone two maybe a little like couple efforts in there um, tempo efforts and i've really stretched that out to tuesday mornings doing a one hour at marathon based effort as well as increasing um, a progressive intensity within my long runs and i've done that because i'm recovering really well and i can't get those additional sessions that i otherwise would targeting those zones and so i'm able to recover i'm getting good intensity i'm getting specificity and what it's looking like is a lot more zone three than i would have otherwise probably like prescribed to anyone or um or done in the past and then the zone four stuff that i'm doing is really i'm starting to progress my uh, anaerobic threshold which is around which is zone four for those 10k sessions so i'm targeting the the 10k speed and 10k specificity i'm targeting uh marathon based intensity like um so which i found super important not preparing properly for the rotorua marathon which i did in may the 238 but i slowed from like 330 340s down to four minutes over the last 5ks and that was just um cardiovascularly i was fine fitness wise i was fine but conditioning i wasn't to be able to output that kind of um pace like the force power metabolic mechanical power related to marathon pace over that duration does take a big toll um physiologically and biomechanically or muscularly uh in terms of the damage so i'm trying to introduce a little bit of that earlier in my plan than i otherwise would due to multiple factors um which i incorporate when i work with a lot of athletes taking in those individual ideas about uh how to make a program work for you specifically but <laughs> i guess going back to the are you training too slowly is 
like what is the specificity of what you're trying to do because here in my if you're looking at the right hand graph and in, in my uh, current marathon build up it appears that potentially i'm situating like a lot of my training in the middle around that that centered zone and am i training fast or slow like what's happening here and this is probably where this i see a lot of um of athletes graphs um time and zones graphs looking but there's no there's no structure to it there's no specificity as to why do you have zone four in there when you're you know you're building up for a 5k uh if you're building up for a 5k you really need a lot of zone five otherwise you're just not working on the speed um and probably some zone three four for the the tempo um but how far out are you you know are you trying to gain uh, you're, are you still pushing up your threshold because you just come off of a base phase? There's a lot that goes into it. And that's where just having an understanding of what your end goal is and what your paces are and what your zones are is going to indicate where you're sitting within those graphs. So I think I've kind of answered my question. But if I haven't, hopefully it's been entertaining because that's the main thing, right? Uh, all right uh that's do, they'll do us they'll do us for today so until next time guys happy training make sure you uh check me out you can follow all my training on strava if you want to have a bit of a stalk uh links are all in whatever description below um this is uploaded as audio podcast youtube wherever instagram linkedin Just check me out and we'll um catch up another time see ya